sometimes we could all use a good cry, right, fellas? Hey, welcome to our wrestling podcast, unscripted. But we do. I I get. I'm very stressed about weeks like this because uh, we had two premium live events, pay per views, whatever you want to call them, last week. Actually, three because we had NXT, which we didn't even talk about last week. So we had the NXT. Uh, yeah. Was it Roadblock? I don't, I don't remember things anymore. Um, the NXT Roadblock, which was a very good show. I caught the majority of it uh, a couple days after. It was a really, really good show. So NXT puts on some really good stuff. But I don't, need, I don't have any information on it, so I'm not, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But it was a really good show. There's several matches on there that you should go back and watch. Uh, I guess we can start out with Double or Nothing, because I have a bone to pick with stupid internet fans. Like, oh. And really, I'm falling into their trap, Whoa. right? They're, they, they're negative for a reason. And there's AEW haters out there, there's WWE haters, and then they both watch the opposite product to hate watch it and then just talk about it, which makes no sense, right? Like, doesn't make any <laughs> sense. If you don't like AEW, don't watch it. If you don't like WWE, don't watch it. Like, it really, it really makes no sense. And maybe the 46-year-old Jess can say that now. I can't say that the 20-year-old Jess uh, wasn't much or wasn't any different than a lot of the fans now because I, pro- I was very protective in, in my 20s and I loved to fight about wrestling and you didn't know anything because I was wrestling fan. I was invested. Yeah. So I listen, I forget that we deal with a lot of 20 and 30 year olds in, in with this wrestling fandom. That's that's who watches now. You know, we're just one of the few in their 40s that have kind of hung on and never let go. And there's, you know, quite a few of us out there for sure. But the majority that they go after is the 20 year olds, the teens and stuff like that. And even like the early 30s, they people keep watching. So I forget that as you guys get older, you're going to realize that a lot of your opinions were stupid and that you should have just enjoyed wrestling when you had it. Because, you know, we took for granted a lot of that stuff. And then once WCW went out of business, it's like, oh, like, it's a totally different world, and, and we're still feeling the effects of it now. So much, in fact, that when a second promotion comes to give other men and women a different place to work, uh, people hate on it and wish it to fail. And I think that's just fucking sad and gross. Um, and and kinda, a lot of people, stupid, too. Yeah, I, more than kind of stupid. But like people, uh, Brian Alvarez, I think, sent a photo like this from Double or Nothing in Vegas. They were at the T-Mobile Center. And obviously, a lot of empty seats. This is the hard cam, you know, the opposite side of the hard cam, right? You can see the little guy in the little <laughs> tripod on the fucking stairs right there. Um, sure. They typically do not sell a lot of seats around it, but th- this is not selling all the tickets. It's not, they roped it off for the hard, because you could see some people sitting very close to the hard camera, so they wouldn't have let them sit that close if it was roped off, let's be honest. So this was the opening match as well. So they did not sell the arena out. Now, right. before I get to the actual attendance and stuff, they have sold more tickets. Yes. Is it as new and as shiny of an object as it was three and a half years ago, four years ago, whenever they, whenever they first came out? No, no. You want to know why? Because wrestling's not in a boom period. Like everybody acts like it is. It is not. It's just the hardcore fans spreading out and throwing their money and they spend a lot of money um, at these promotions. We're not in a boom period. I don't care how good the bloodline story is. There's no one like the rock Hogan or Austin or even Cena to captivate the mainstream media. There's nobody, nobody, not even Roman Reigns, not even Brock Lesnar. It's not that way right now. It's just not. And so uh, people just confuse that and they just think people hate AEW and AEW is going to go out of business. I saw so many comments of, I can't wait to watch the rise and fall of AEW. I can't wait to, you know, and I think all that stuff's just horrible and it triggered me and I fell for it for sure. I'll, I'll admit that freely, but you know, it's funny because you see this shot right here. This was the actual shot, motherfuckers, of the arena. You can see the empty space. See my little cursor? There we go. That's the same picture. Can they sell more tickets up here? Sure. Do they have some tickets empty right here? Sure. But this is not half. That's looking pretty. That looks pretty, that looks pretty full. Last year, <laughs> last year in the same full. building, 
Last year in the same building, they put just over 14,000. This year, they just put over 10,000. So they're 4,000 short from last year. If you're a businessman, not a good metric to compare yourself against. However, it could be for many different reasons that that was the case. I think it's time to move on from Vegas. I don't even think WWE has ever depended on Vegas like to be like a hotbed for pro wrestling. You know, the one WrestleMania they had there only had 16,000. They, they picked a venue purposely that only held 15 or 16,000 because that usually tourists come to Vegas and people pass their throughs, you know, like, so I, I don't, they got lucky the few, the first few couple times that they did big shows there. They did MGM for their very, before they were AEW, they did that all in pay-per-view where it was all the indies kind of coming in together and they sold the MGM out. I think that's like lightning in a bottle, you know, just like any other promotion. Um, it, now it's get, the newness is wearing off. Tony Khan has a lot of work to do. I'm not suggesting that he doesn't. And I'm going to show you one more picture here of double or nothing. And, oh, wait, that's SummerSlam from last year. That's a WWF show. Look at all that. Wow. Nobody attacks this company, but everyone wants to attack AEW. Look at all those empty fucking seats. Are you kidding me right now? Like, so everybody does it. The WWE does it. AEW does it. WCW did it. Even when it was popular, WCW did it. Everybody forgets that before the pandemic, by the way, in 2019, Fox executives went to a live SmackDown and they only put 6,000 fans in like a 12 or 13,000 seat venue. And they were concerned. This is before the pandemic. So everybody forgets that wrestling is cyclical and we're not in a fucking boom period. Like, so it's, this is going to happen. And by the way, their buy rate is 130,000 to 135,000 so far for the prelim numbers for this year. That destroys last year's number, which I think was like, like 110. And that was with CM Punk on the top. So yes, they sold 4,000 less seats this year, but they, they pro I think they went 15 to 20% up on their buy rate and, uh, the theaters, the, the nearby theaters that they rent out, like, so you could watch it on the big screen yeah, they up do regal last year and, too. Yeah. So there's, there's success where there's failure all the time. That's what professional wrestling is. And just like any business, everything ebbs and flows. And I just, I just urge everybody to, you, you, you don't want to wish this stuff away. Like you just don't want to wish this stuff away anymore. Like, because if we lose well, another wrestling to, company, and, and if, if, yeah, where, where are all those guys going to go? Jess and, and gals, right. where are they going to exactly. go? Where are they going to, the, you know, the whole, the whole point of, of the big release in WWE is to see if AEW wants to even have them come cut their teeth there. And AEW has been selective, by the way, they don't just pick yeah. up, they pick up a lot of people, but there's people who are like, yeah, we're not interested in that person. So, you know, they, it's not like they're being unselected, but they can do a lot better with storyline. They can do a lot better with exposure. Um, I, I think the CM Punk experiment has already failed. And the fact that he's coming back is going to hurt them and not help them. That's what I was trying to say last week when, when Cuz just kept talking over me a little bit. Um, I don't think he can hear me, but I don't know. Uh, I was like, that that's going to hurt them more than anything. Um, but you have to have another home for the for this talent to to thrive and grow. That that's been the best thing that's happened in the last three to four years. And by the way, I think the storylines that we're starting to see and 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 the exposure of WWE in those bad ways is, is developed into what we're seeing today. It's why we're seeing better stuff at WWE because we're getting something else to, to face it against. Um, without that, you, you get, you get a little bored, you get a little self-entitled and you don't, you don't put the creative juice of work and that you normally would. We saw it after, you know, all we had was great matches from like what, 2002 to 2006 or 01 to 06, which was kind of like that ruthless aggression era. But then you saw the storylines just start to fail. All they wanted to do was just put on great work, but the storylines were were crap and they didn't last long. And there was nothing so, challenging them. You know, they didn't have a rival promotion to challenge them and saying. keep them in check. And is Tony Khan yeah. doing everything right? Probably not. I mean, none of us no, have ran our own wrestling no, company, so who are we to say? But I mean, like honestly, no, they've made mistakes, right? They've they've not pushed people that they should push. They 
bring someone on like Miro and for whatever odd reason he's he doesn't get pushed I have no idea uh, Andrade same thing I have no idea however they have done some things right and they've done a lot of good things too and bad things so did the other company though god like if we all weren't hardcore wrestling fans on this Skype right now like we would have stopped watching the PG era how bad was some of that garbage it was awful like it was just <laughs> really really awful like yeah. so it was embarrassing to show non-wrestling fans a lot of that stuff going like it's uh, yeah those are muppets they have muppets on raw yep yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah, you have to fucking laugh it off you know uh yeah. wrestling's always been silly i don't, I don't, I don't think we were laughing it. off we're like yeah we don't we don't agree with this at all but we're not gonna stop yeah. watching That's but it's money about. it's sponsorship yeah, money is, you know this and is this is crap right now I, I think wrestling nowadays is way more mainstream than it ever has been just because everything streams and so it's just a part of culture now which is amazing that's just how hard vince and company have worked over the last 35 it's, it's plus also, it's, years, it's, you know, it's their work and it's technology. Yeah. They, but we're not, while, we're not we in a blue period. They're just recycling the same fans over and over well, again. I'm not suggesting that they're not doing good things to get to another boom period, but you got to get, you got to get a, a top draw like an Austin or a rock. And you can't just go find them growing on vine, by the way, either you have to strike a chord with the sure. audience and that character has to hit with the modern yeah. audience so much that it grows, you know, and that, and that's, and that's really up to the wrestler at that point. But I mean, to your point, right. The, the technology has caught up immensely and, and Vince has had a smart business mind. We can complain about the creativity with Vince before and he's not doing it now, but it, their business mind of reaching as many people as they possibly can through these streaming processes and these digital processes and as we call it clicks, right, Craig, to find people to randomly to randomly just come across on your Instagram and come across a great wrestling moment and possibly get that person back. Um, they're doing tremendous a bunch like and, and on old shows that yeah. Vince McMahon mm -hmm. might have been losing his touch creatively because he wasn't modern, but he never but lost his touch was. when it came to business. Vince McMahon in the 90s was like, the Internet's going to be a big thing. It's going to be like he knew it. Like Vince was like, it's and then and I'm going to have and I'm going to have my own channel. He said that. Yeah. I think he said he's going to have his own channel in the 80s. I, think I mean, Bite, Bite like, This so, was yeah. a failure, but Bite This was like a podcast or YouTube live stream 20 years ahead of its time. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Their partnership with whatever that three second, it wasn't Vine, it was a competitor Vine, it also tanked, but they were always willing to play in new spaces. And now they're like, you know, you know, 90 million people watch the YouTube clips. They're, they're making money off that. They're monetizing that. So, right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so, speaking and of. Vince knew this a long time ago. Yeah. So, speaking That's of the quality of the show, Jess, you watched it and the um, uh, Wrestling Observer ratings I came did. out. So, can, we, can we really quickly kind of go through match and then rating whether you Absolutely. agreed with it? I know you said. Uh, yes over text it was kind of a three match show and it took yeah. a long time to get going correct uh i think overall listen i'm gonna be honest right like it wasn't their best show however but we're so spoiled though there was nothing bad on it it's not like everything that i saw was like oh what a botch fest everything was about. it wasn't it was just like some of them were just like eh, or exactly what i thought would happen would happen so i didn't have any they didn't bring me up that roller coaster and then drop me yeah it just sort of like never got up so yeah it, nothing was terrible but i would say overall like lead in with my grade i think the whole pay-per-view was a c but i think the last three matches are absolutely worth watching for sure very nice so hook hook and the hardies versus ethan page and the guns uh observer gave it a one and three quarter stars that was the opener, right? I didn't see. I didn't. I missed the opener. I, no, I'm sorry. That was the all in or whatever, the free view or whatever. I think was that was the, the pre show. It was the match before the Blackjack Battle Royal. Yeah, or the, the only Blackjack one they Battle gave Royal open. Okay. Yeah, so Blackjack Battle Royal. I missed. Was... I missed that match, but what I read was kind of similar. What you said right there It was just sort of there. It was. And apparently, Hardy does a botch, and everyone was saying like, "Oh, poor!" Like, and apparently, he meant to do it. 
Like, I don't know if you saw Jeff okay. Hardy's kind of fall off. I saw it. something on Instagram or like a, a gif of it, of him doing it. And I didn't really pay attention to it. But yeah. now everyone's going to attack Hardy because, you know, yeah. let's do it. Let's so watch Black, him fail. Blackjack Battle Royal got four and a quarter stars. I, I didn't I didn't think it was that good. I thought it was. It? Uh, Sorry, I put you on the spot. God, why am I blinking out on it? Because didn't the winner take on Cassidy? Uh, why am I blanking? I only watched this a week ago. That's how old I am. I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of, in my defense, I came in, I had the kids as well. Yeah, I was and really I was like drunk. getting them ready for, I was getting, <laughs> I was getting them ready for dinner and everything. And I started watching during the blackjack battle Royal. I had it on in the background. But, uh, I, so I, I do, I wasn't fully invested until the Jericho and Adam Cole match in all fairness, which, which is next. And it gets three and a quarter stars. I, I give it a C. Aww. I guess I guess that's a little better than a C, the three and a quarter star. It wasn't terrible. Again, it's like I don't know who Adam Cole's supposed to be. I don't know what he's supposed to be. Everyone said like he was supposed to bring back the the old black and gold NXT Adam Cole and the Ring of Honor Adam Cole, but I don't see that yet. And quite frankly, I love Jericho, but getting a rub from Jericho doesn't mean too much anymore. And I don't yeah. mean that to be a dick at all. He's been wrestling for ninety five years. Yeah. So I mean, like for the last three or two. Yeah, there's just going to come a part where it's not special to see Jericho anymore. And it's amazing what he's doing. It's amazing the shape he's keeping himself in for his age. It's amazing that he wants to get in there with younger guys who are way faster than him. And you know what I mean? And he has to kind of like, they have to sort of slow down for him. But Jericho's just as witty. His character's great. I just think it's just too much Jericho at this point. I love Jericho. You know, one day we will do do a legacy of Jericho and it will be well-deserved, but... Uh, I, I gave it a C. It was okay. It wasn't terrible. And they stopped yeah. the match, by the way. It didn't end with a finish. They stopped it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was kind of like, what? Did Britt Baker come out and beat the shit out of them or something? Yeah, that got a big pop. She came out and uh, she beat up. Uh, Age came out and tried to save Jericho. Or or what's her name now? Sarah? Yeah. Uh, she came out. Sriracha. Sriracha. After the Sriracha. Sauce. Oh, uh, a big bottle of hot sauce came out. Terrible. She's still spicy and she's still Terrible. hot. You get Catherine Drift. Uh, FTR versus Jared and Lethal. They gave it four stars. Um, C plus. Ooh, okay. I thought it moved very slow, and the spots were good. Nobody, again, nobody messed up. I just thought, look, you're in there with Jeff Jarrett, who's in his fifties, yeah. and you're in there with Jay Lethal, who's getting pretty close actually to that. And Jay Lethal's awesome. I love Jay Lethal. Uh, Aaron Jarrett came down there, and uh, she hit the Aubrey, the the referee Aubrey with a guitar, which is really funny. Like the whole place popped. And uh, Briscoe was the special referee. He got knocked out and then Aubrey comes to run down and then Karen's like, you bitch. And she hits her with a guitar. That was really <laughs> funny. They had some really fun spots. I'm not suggesting like, but I didn't, I wouldn't say it was like over four stars. Like I, it, God. the crowd was into it. PR is awesome. The right people won. The crowd popped. There was nothing negative. It just, I thought they could have cut the match by like a few minutes and it would have been tighter. That's just my opinion. Um, Got it. So I give it a C plus, but not bad. Again, not bad. Nothing that was wrong. Christian Jeff versus Wardlow, three and three quarter stars. So I give this one a C as well. I think that uh, Christian hasn't been full-time wrestling in a long time, and you could tell, and he was trying to walk Wardlow through this match. I don't like Wardlow anymore, unfortunately. Um, they put Arn Anderson with him. I don't, when, if you're going to put someone with someone that should be a uh, heel manager, like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like Anderson with him. I don't think, and that's kind of why Cody got booed after a while too, because why, why put a, a face manager? If the manager is not going to cheat or, or try to change the outcome of a fight, 
Like, why have them? There's at no all? point and in having yeah. them there. They're just yeah. they're put. They had the rub on Wardlow. Not to go off on a tangent, they had it, and Tony Khan let it go. So it's Tony Khan's fault that here we are eight months later or almost a year later from when he beat uh, MJF and he had all the fucking and people were popping crazy for him. Like he was almost getting like that, that high energy pop, you know, like that. Ooh, that guy's a star kind of pop. And uh, he doesn't get that anymore. And but they worked hard. He did a swanton bomb off the top of the ladder onto Christian, um, you know, which made Hardy proud, I'm sure. Uh, but like, it's just when you're doing all that stuff and I'm just lackadaisically telling you that he did a swanton bomb off of a tall ladder on the Christian, like yeah. it, it just didn't make any sense. I felt like, I don't know. I don't know if Wardlow should have squashed him or not. I'm just saying like, God, you're having a competitive match with a part-time guy. And like, it's just weird. I don't, you got Christian on one side trying to push Wardlow and you got Anderson in his corner on the other side and people still don't care about Wardlow anymore. And that's the tragedy of it all. And I don't think it's Wardlow's fault, but I give yeah. C plus, you know, not bad again, not bad. Just. For the match, when you read what type of match it was, it should have been like a B or an A. Got it. It just wasn't. And since this isn't a review show, I'll just we'll fast forward to the the last two because um, I don't care about stuff. Uh, so let's talk about the last two matches. The, the four way pillar got four and three quarter, and Anarchy and Arena they actually gave it five stars. I don't know about five stars for that one, but that was fantastic. So I'll go um, the uh, real quick. This is worth mentioning. The um, uh, Jade and Valkyrie uh, match was wonderful. And like, I don't know, and nobody saw that coming. And that was for the, the TBS women's championship. And Jade has been undefeated for, I don't know how long now or whatever, but, uh, she beats Valkyrie and then, um, uh, oh God, stay in there who came back. Somebody came back after a long injury because there's an open challenge. Jade's manager kept challenging anyone who wants to come in here, like honky tonk man style. Statlander and, uh, or no. Yeah. Statlander. Yes. Statlander came back and she's been gone for a bit and she finally defeated Jade. Uh, which I dispute that I love Statlander. However, um, you know, I couldn't remember her name because I'm having issues. I've been sick all week. Give me a break. Um, I don't like that because it makes Jade look like she was cheated. She's been a heel this whole time. Right. And I want a face to come along and just dethrone her. That makes sense. And then there could be dissension in her camp because she could blame her manager. Well, you kept fucking accepting everyone's challenge. And I, you know, like that whole thing, but instead she wrestled a great match against Valkyrie. And like that match, I give that match a solid B. It was awesome. It's the best match I've ever seen Jade had. And it was because of uh, Tara carrying her to that level. Um, I wish she would have won and, and beat uh, Jade, but that's okay. Um, I, the pop was huge for Statlander when she came out. It was just gigantic. Um, but uh, that that started it for me. That was the third, I think, to last match. So I give that a solid B and that's worth watching. And then uh, the Four Pillars match was an A. Like that match was so, I thought that was the best match of the night. Um, everybody was wonderful. All the spots were great. Uh, MJF once again proves that less is more. But then you had Jungle Boy when he had to step up and shine, you know, in the match. He was great. Um, um, uh, even Sammy. Sammy is so talented, man. I, I know love people, Sammy. He has I've a face that people want to punch, but he is so gifted. It, it, it's it's crazy, man. Like all four of them did amazing. MJF gets the pin with the with the side headlock roll up that he did on purpose. Like, but it was it was an awesome spot to end the 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 match. Go back and watch this if you get a chance. I'm not saying go pay 50 bucks for the replay because I think that's that's criminal. Yeah. But um, if you get a chance to watch this match, it's an A. There's no question. It's so What's awesome. his face does a coffin drop and someone puts the belt on, let's say it was Jungle Boy. I think it was, I think was Jungle to, Boy, yeah. And then so he coffin dropped on the belt, which was yeah. kind of cool. I thought that was a really cool sequence. It was a creative spot and it was quick the way it happened too. Like yeah. MJF was slick and then he picks him up and he does a side headlock takeover into a pin and beats him. And it was perfect. I mean, the place went crazy. Like, yeah, it's uh 
Yeah. MJF is on fire. All four just did a tremendous, tremendous yeah. job. Like uh, it was well deserved. Did you, see, did you guys see uh, somebody? Somebody asked MJF if he was mad that he didn't wasn't the last match. He's like, no. I think I wanted to be sitting in John Moxley's nasty blood all night. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah. he answered it perfectly. I was like, oh, well done, buddy. Um, That's hilarious. He's, he's just like he's so good. So he's and I give character. I give the arena uh, anarchy match an A minus. Um, uh, I don't think it was as good as the four pillars, but so last year they played wild thing for what, like 10 minutes, like John Moxley song wild thing. And they all started fighting and they played wild thing, like for like almost 10 minutes or something like last year, which was the joke. Everybody laughed and loved it. So they had a live band uh, come out and play John Moxley's live, you know, wild thing while they came down. So they all start fighting and they're on like the third version of it. They're all wild thing. And they're still doing it. And the crowd starts to pop every time. Like they restart the song over. So oh, it's no, getting- really? It's getting attention. And then finally, the uh, Young Bucks walk up to the aisle and they super kick the lead singer in the face. And it was so fucking Oh, what great. a fucking like, cool spot. It was so fucking great. And the place went crazy. And like, yeah, it was, there was really good spots like that. Like, again, I'm- What a great spot. The Four Pillars match was more scratch my wrestling itch, you know? But like, this was a brawl and a half and they did so many crazy shit on here. And like, everybody was great in this match. Everyone was legitly awesome. Awesome. And then we all yeah. kind of live tweeted Night of Champions. Um, so we're you, we, we all saw it, Dave. Did you see it? Were you watching it live or no? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I watched it live. Yeah, okay, absolutely. That was I fun. enjoyed it. Was, I was, I was, I was curious when I, when okay. I heard the when I, when I heard the uh, the five star for your last match, I was like, oh, I wonder what he graded the last match in Dubai because that match was really good and the storyline at the end was freaking awesome. But you know, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, giving a few super kicks in the head to, to Roman, it was great. Uh, carries that storyline of the bloodline failing even further. But I wonder, I was trying to look it up and I couldn't find it. I wonder what Meltzer graded that one. Well, Dave, they graded that Owens and Zanes versus Reigns and Sokoa four and a half stars. So, oh, see, it's just a little bit, just a little bit. So, razor thin. Just AEW marks. If the Usos would have super kicked the lead singer of the band in the face, it would have been the first. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's non WWE mark is what it is. They're just still mad. Like, yeah, they got to make a six star to make a five star on their rating system. It's got to be six to make it five. I like that match very, yeah, very much. Uh, the drama and the kind of the cinema. You think the bloodline would get old to me, but it's really not. And the way the way they're acting it, um, I like it. And the shot of Roman kind of sitting there at the end. It, uh, there's just more to come. And Sammy, my God, is there any man more over wherever he goes at the moment? Dude, Holy shit, man! So, you know I'm a Sammy big Cody Seth, fan. Sammy I'm a big Seth, Cody man. fan, but. Uh, just the way he learned the language and went over there and embraced it, because he didn't go in the past ones, right, to Saudi Arabia. This is his first trip, I believe. Right. Um, Sam, Sammy is go. Syrian, was... and Syria just um, restarted diplomatic relations with Saudi Arabia. That's why. Yep. So he yep. came out, like, in the garb and everything, and, like, you know, super respectful and speaking their language. And, like, that's a face, folks, and that's a, a face well done. You know, he is so talented. And Kevin Owens is such a fucking workhorse. It makes me sick. It makes me sick. Like, he's so good. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of so like dude. grouchy Kevin Owens. He's very grouchy me too, me now. Too. And I love the fact that, like, I, yeah. uh, most of the stuff is just internet bullshit. But it every time Owens and uh, uh, Roman touch each other, someone says that Roman, like, uh, uh, Ao will take a liberty on him. And I'm like, I would too. Like, <laughs> I would fuck with him all day long. Because if he's going to be prima donna Roman Reigns, like, I would be like, oh, I'm sorry, did I actually forearm your face? Oh, whoops. Yeah. Like, I would do it all the time. And I think they just do it because they're super competitive. Because they've wrestled yeah. so many times. There's that, like there's that, and it, there's, there's that piece, and there's everybody trying to get uh, Solo to break every single time. I saw one today of Kofi <laughs> doing stupid dancing in the ring just to get Sokoa to break. He was on the outside 
Tyler just look at him and he just he had to do one of these and I'm like I know he's laughing so hard. <laughs> well, do, it's it's the best want, thing. Do you want to go Craig? And by the way, can we talk about how good he is too? I solo natural. And you know what? Oh, I think fantastic. there's more coming. Fuck. Not to be spoilers, yeah. but I think uh, the the one that you guys saw, the ones that we saw that matchup, is it Jacob Fatu? I think yeah. he's. I think he's, he's headed like the over. MLW. I think I said he was the MLW champion or something. He's the longest yeah, reigning. He just lost it. So yeah, I they're think, yeah. gonna. So obviously the Usos will probably go out on their own, and that's, that's how they're gonna extend so the storyline. Cool. And then and then Roman will rebuild the bloodline, which is fucking aw- hey. Put me down for four. Yeah, like, there's I'm fucking twenty of them. them. They're all great wrestlers. They're all. Well, I, mean, we, I guess we can grade this backwards, Craig. If if uh, we're yep. grading everything, I I gave the main event an A. I thought the main event was fantastic. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, Lesnar and Rhodes uh, get four stars, half a star oh. less than the main. I really want to give it an A minus. Oh. I want to give it an A minus, but I'll say a B plus. Uh, I don't know why I'm giving it a B plus. There's really no reason because Lesnar is a goddamn pro, and he's yeah. frightening, and he's still frightening. And Cody Rhodes is, is just doing his best work ever. And, uh, you know, yeah. like, that whole storyline is wonderful. I'm only giving it a B plus because the main event had the storyline giggity goo in it. But, like, Cody just looking like the baby face in peril and Lesnar making me still think he can come out on my TV and grab me, I like, is awesome. And so I give it a B plus or an A minus. I can go either way. Uh, what a great storyline. I, 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 I push into the A minus because of the I, – I, no one – they they sold the broken arm so well, and I didn't think they were going to allow him to use it as a weapon. I never thought about it, and it was they didn't talk about what the cast was made of until the match was just about to start. And I was like, "Oh, that's going to get used. It's going to that's that's going to that's yeah. going to even things out between him and." I know Brock. Michael Cole pulls that out of his his. I was like, out of his pants. He's like, yeah. and it's titanium, and we're like, holy Etherin, and then he hits him. Titanium right still. Yeah. I was like, we uh, here we go. Um, and I I um yeah, I thought it was a great match, and I love how he didn't quit. He just passed out. Uh, that's. It's always, not everybody's allowed to do that, by the way. You should, someone should be going over super clean, but it's the Cody story that we're all. And I, I knew it. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I knew Lesnar was going to win it. But my rule of three, Cody went over on the first one, whether it was luck or not, it didn't matter. And then now Lesnar just is torturing him. He's been attacking him for the last couple of weeks. He fucked his arm up. He just beat the shit out of him in the match or whatever. Cody got his shots in though. And then he just passed out because Lesnar just, your I body's going to give talked out. talked about it on Raw too. He's like, so sounds like you're gone now, right? So I guess we don't have to worry about this anymore. Um, but I will fight you again. I was like, hell yeah. And you're, I know you're not going out because you're not here. I bet I there'll like, be a third match at well SummerSlam. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. yeah I, what did I do? Gonna I, push, it's going to push Cody to the Mania. I liked so, it a little bit less, uh, but I know exactly what they're trying to do, and I think they pulled it off perfectly. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what grievances I, I had with it. I gave it a solid B. I think maybe I don't like him using it as a, as a weapon. And if you're going to do the broken arm thing, there were a lot of times he was looked fine. And a lot of times, like he used it when he jumped out of the ring and braced himself. And he embraced himself with that arm a couple of times on just in the ring, which was yeah, a little ticky tacky. But who, whatever. Who gives a shit? That's hard. His arm is really broken. He'll, he'll, I said it last sell, week. Craig, I mean, what Craig, I not everybody, not everybody <laughs> can sell like Macho Man used to sell his goddamn knee when Flair would try to kick it. Like right. Macho Man crawled for fifty-five minutes on the yeah. ground, like when Flair would get <laughs> ridiculous. How much yeah. Macho sold his knee? Yeah, or but, or Hogan Rake, man. It's like you're being it's like you're being whipped to death. Like Hogan yeah. Rake, Hogan back Rake was the worst thing ever. Uh, so Oscar and Bel Air, they get a three and a quarter star. Well, I, I'm I'm legitly enjoying this program. Uh, I it was one of the things that we when we were there live at Mania, we didn't think too much of it when it happened on night two, and then I went back and watched it, and I thought it was a lot more close and snug. I didn't think it was an A at Mania, but I upgraded my grade to a B at their mania match. And that's why I gave this match a B. And then you had the shocker. You had Oscar winning the title, 
Um, which is fine because Bianca can chase. She's already proved that she can hang out there with the top. I said the exact same thing. I love She's it. going to chase again like she did last year, and people are going to love it. And I, I love like, it. Oh, good. Okay. And I good thought to this see match was, was hard-hitting like, and snug like the other match was. It was. Yeah. I thought it was really good. She's such like, a fan favorite to everybody. Like, I mean, even though she's totally Toby Hill. People love her. I don't yeah. think I don't. They, they don't necessarily have great chemistry to me. And I don't know why that is. I just, there's two sometimes they I just don't. I, I see what you're saying. I do feel that way as well, but I think it's because they're choosing to be a little bit more snug with each other. And I think Oscar yeah. likes that style. Like I think Oscar yeah. likes to get in there with the kicks and the hits and, and it's not big, broad moves that make people there's go, oh, they get many, in there. Yeah. yeah. There are not very many other women in the, in WWE that's going to get that, that tight with her own and really land in like to your point, like Bianca. Will and worst case scenario, you know, well. Bianca's going to learn from this. And uh, that's why I like her chasing. She probably went back at SummerSlam. Yeah, which is fine. Uh, Mustafa yeah. Ali versus Gunther on uh, three and three quarter stars. And I loved it because I actually thought Ali had a chance. And the fact that they made you think Ali had a was, chance. I thought he was going to win in Dubai. Like, I thought he was going to win. I was fucking hooked. I really, I That's really, why I, I like I told, uh, guys, I told you guys before he was going to win and then he was going to lose it on like. Rock and then he kind of just got his ass kicked kind of quickly at the end. At the yeah. end, it happened fairly quickly. I thought like, oh, this was a semi squash match for a live premium event or whatever. Like, but, uh, you know, I kind of, that's why I kind of like the B pay-per-views possibly being out of the country, out of the U S because they can actually take people that are unfortunately aren't used to their fullest capacity on the main roster and be like, oh, well we can hype, we can polish you up for three weeks in the lead up to this and we'll go to your home country and you'll get a big pop. And I mean, even if he does nothing else on the main roster, like he'll remember that forever. And actually, the last few times they've been out there, they dust him off he and is, bring him out. Like, he is one of the most underutilized yeah. talents uh, of 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 a massive talent. He is so like, do you think, fantastic. Do you think Vega will ever forget backlash in Puerto Rico? No, no. like no. you know, and that and that's amazing for her, man. Like that's, that was like her. That was her. Main wherever, yeah, wherever she sense. goes, yeah. she'll never. She'll always have that. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. wonderful. And I think that 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 those moments can be made when these B shows go out of the country. A Money in the Bank's going to be in London, right? Yes. So that's awesome, you know, and they're going to, I guarantee you're going to start seeing some other faces that haven't been used very well that are from London that all of a sudden, like about three weeks before, will be in the Money in the Bank ladder matches or will be, you know, and which is wonderful. Which kind of makes so. sense. When people know they're going into their hometown, they look forward to it. Yeah. They start wrestling better. Like you, one of them's if going to sport, yeah. you play better. One of, yeah. one of them's going to Australia. I don't know which one. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I uh, Shit. Yeah, it's later in the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's after SummerSlam, yeah. I believe. Um, what else you got, Craig? And then uh, Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch, uh, three and a quarter stars. I hated. I know it, it, it got uh, better as it a, got longer, that, but a, I, I, I checked out. I checked out. I gave it a C. I gave it, it a C. Good. I was disappointed in it. However, you got to give uh, Trish credit for not wrestling. She hasn't barely wrestled in any kind of competitive match. I mean, I know it's she true. was at Mania, but it was a tag match and all that stuff. Like, it's just. I am not invested at all. I'm not. Like they're they're trying to give Becky the legend rub now. And try to to convince you that she is that legend now that she's in a in a tier above Bianca and Oscar and all that. Which again, you know, you got to do it to a certain extent. And so I'm not opposed to them trying it. Um, I just don't think Becky is the man this time around. She doesn't have the same bite that she does, and I don't know why. And I mean, I miss angry Becky, it's dude. Angry she's Becky she's miss. beaten up too, man. And she she retired for nine years at one point before she even went to work for NXT. So like Becky's been beat to shit for years, and she's given her body and her life to the sport. Yeah. So like I I respect her, and you know the man gimmick and that that year and a half two year run was probably the most successful woman's run so far 
Um, yeah. You know, yeah, Charlotte's a star and all that it stuff. Fantastic. And Bailey gets cheered. Sasha gets cheered. I get that. But the man, the character of the man was on a different level, like for a while. You heard that guttural pop, you know, like that big yeah. fuck. She's over. Like, totally agree. She's over totally to everybody, agree. not just it. women, you know. And we'll, and, uh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's why we're harsh on her. So I give it a C, maybe even C minus. Cause yeah, I just felt like it was like they were winding up for the pitch and they never pitched the ball. Like, and it was yeah. like, okay, but Trish yeah. has what's your face on her side now? It looks like Trish is going to have a little stable of her own, which is kind of cool. I, Trish yeah. can stay around uh, in my living room if you catch my drift. Like, I it, love her. So, it, and it'll be interesting to see whether that lasts because she broke her nose and she had blood all over her, over Becky Lynch did. We're talking about. So, it'll be interesting to see whether that last shot uh, harkens anything back in. Um, it's right in front the of the face. If they, if they don't she, call back for it, and the, make her that's like, right. Yeah. Well, she wore the, the same gimmick. outfit on Raw that had that had blood all over. It was purposeful when they came in for yeah. the run in. So we'll see yeah, if that so kind of works they, again. They, they try but, to work with it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. And then uh, the kickoff was Rollins and AJ Styles for the brand new World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, WON gave it four and one quarter star, which uh, I guess I'm okay with that. I, maybe I think, maybe four and a half. I would give. I, it was a you, solid you B+. The, uh, by the way, you missed the squash uh, title match. Which one? Ripley. Oh, Ripley. Oh, that's not even on here. Holy shit. They Ripley destroying that. Natalia, which shouldn't have even been a thing. I was well, I was actually very we happy. Didn't even that rate it. That's hilarious. Match. Sorry. Yeah. I missed it. No, no, it's okay. I, I just I was hoping I was wondering what they would have graded it because it, it doesn't have much to grade, but I was so happy that it was a squash. I was like, that's what it needs to be. That's what I am. I am. Uh, I understand what you're saying. I want them to be careful. I'm not suggesting that Rhea needs to have competitive matches because she's more of a badass. She should squash some people. But there's the second Here premium live event in a row that she's pretty much squashed whoever. She didn't squash Vega, but she did squash Vega, if you really think about it. Like, so, uh, yeah, she got Vega got some moves in or whatever, but she dominantly pinned him. Like, it wasn't even a question. It was like a raw match in that in that vein with that booking. Uh, I kind of want to see I think, another. I, I think I think we kind of need that for a minute until it does get competitive when we find the right person or, or people to, to wrestle against her. Um, but for now, I think this is what it needs to be. Used. Oh, next next person up, squash them, squash them. A couple of people here, and then get to the big pay per views and have something real, and then have some chase. But yeah, um, you're probably if, right. If you're you probably wanna, right. If, you're probably right because if, like there's a lot of TV, and like you can't have her face top stars all the time. You're going to run out of matchups. So that you're right. That's right. Yeah, especially if we wanted to have a long title run, like like try to even touch Roman's run or something like yeah. that. I don't think she will. But if you want like a two year run or something out of it, if you want to try to, reach you, you got to feed her that, the Natalias and stuff like that just to keep her going, keep her train moving. And but find some good ones around the big four. Find some good storylines around yeah. the big four. And, and it, yeah. it was Natalia's birthday, and then she's like, "Happy birthday, Nazi!" I was like, "That yes, was that so was, damn." She's she's on point right now. Everything she says and does is disrespectful. Is totally yeah she's on she's she's wonderful yeah she's wonderful she's one of my my favorite characters right now in the company yeah so did you guys like the old school aj and kind of seth kind of no interference and kind of no bullshit and a little hard-hitting i like i liked it oh i i love the match i i was i was a little disappointed that it was on first but i realized that seth had to get out for the movie which and then bex had to be right after so she probably joined the plane with him (laughs) like Uh, he had to go they have to go film um oh gosh uh what is he doing Eternals too. It's a Marvel, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's a Marvel thing, though. Uh, it's it's the it's the new Captain America. Oh, oh. gonna be in. Yeah. So yeah, I, I gave America that a I gave it a B. <laughs> I'm a, a B is a great match, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I could take it or leave it. I was fine. Like 
I had a problem with bringing AJ up. Like he was gone for a while and then they just throw yeah. AJ in there. And I love AJ. I hate saying it because it sounds like I don't respect him, but I love AJ. But uh, he says he's had no steam for like over a year since he broke up with almost like it's, there's been no. Yeah. It's like him and the, him and the brotherhood or whatever they are. They're boring. And like, I'm like, oh, we, God, jo- we joke so hard about almost carried him. Like he did. Time, that, it, that's where the legend started to grow is my point. Um, <laughs> but he grew tall, but his talent didn't grow. It's weird. Um, but, uh, but yeah, AJ, like I like AJ a lot, but he is getting older and he is getting, you know, he's fucking, he probably gets injured more than we know. And like, yeah, I, I still, I, I love the match. It was not a bad match at all. And like, especially if you're going to put it in the opener, what kind of, a, what better opener do you expect? But it's for like this title that they're trying to make you believe that it's just as good as Romans and it's not. And like, it's just, I don't know, but I think, I think the right person won. I said, going into it, I think Seth should fucking win. Why should AJ? It makes no sense. Right. But Seth, uh, Seth won and I love Seth and I think Seth's been doing, I think he should beat fucking Roman. I don't know where to go after that because you're probably going to want a really good pure baby face to carry the ball after they beat Roman. But Seth well, is not a pure baby face. Touched, Seth could be whatever you want him to be. Like so, well, they but, haven't touched for so long. It would take some but, time. But the way people are full on behind Seth now, like way more than they were his first title oh, run. Yeah. Like now he knows who he is. He loves his character. He's completely like he flows like water when he goes down there. Yeah, like he's, he's such a good performer. Uh, the yeah. fans, it, him beating Roman, holy shit, that place would go crazy. And the the history, the history's right there. Like it's already there. It's all there. Now, they can tell oh, it quickly, God. but they they would need time to put the story back together. But um, just him, the ability of of Seth to walk into a ring and sit there and not do anything and let the crowd chant for two to three minutes. Pretty much every time he comes out now, he knows like he's he is dialed into the extreme. There is nothing. The fans are totally connected. And like to your point, there's it's it's um right now it's it's Seth, Sammy and Roman and Cody's knocking like and that's that's a little scary for Cody is what I would say. Um, because because Cody was in that top three of story yeah. of you it's know, another of layer connection. now yeah it's a, there's another layer of it's it's Sammy and Seth and and Roman and Cody's just on the outside looking at that I think that's where Jesse was saying like you were getting a little concerned um, it's concerning to be just on the outside of that but again you know, you know so we'll they see. they've done such a good job with the storyline I'm my concern is probably all for not you know I'm sure Triple H has complete control like he knows what he's doing and I'm sure he takes I'm Paul Heyman's has a hand in it. Like there's so many. I just don't want. I don't want Cody. I don't. I don't want Cody to lose steam. That's my only concern. I think he'll be fine. I do worry about that just because of today's wrestling fan because I don't trust them. That's why I got in my soapbox early in the episode (laughs) because I really think I really think a lot of wrestling fans are dickholes and like they don't understand like that. You know, the first of all, the WWE is going to follow the money. They don't give a shit what you tweet about or what you say. You could say you hate something, but if someone's selling merchandise, they will continue to get pushed. That's the thing. Tony Khan is going to follow the dollars. He doesn't give a fuck about what a dirt sheet says about him or about what anybody says about him. Sure. You you don't like Orange Cassidy opening every single dynamite for the last two months. You know why he does it is because they get a ratings pop. And so that's, and Tony Khan will continue to push Cassidy the opening until it stops working. (laughs) Yeah. So get used to it. Yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah, you, you don't like it when Gold, you don't like it when Goldberg squashed people for two years. Um, well, the fans do. Watch, watch, the, watch the ratings. Yeah. We go back. Sorry we go back that. and watch. Uh, how many old pay per views do we watch? Whether it's from the '90s or even the early 2000s, and we're like, man, like some of these matches didn't hit like I thought. But when you're in your fandom, you know, in your teens and 20s, it was all good. But we'll go back and watch SummerSlam '91 and be like, that was a fucking like not even a one. That was a one match show. That was perfect yeah. and Brett, and that was it. 
And that's not even what we came yeah. to see. We came to see Hogan and the Warrior in the main event, you know? We, like, we've talked just, about it so many times with, with Austin. I give, with I gave Double or Nothing a C because it only had three good matches. The first fucking eight or nine WrestleManias were one-match shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, shows. it's fuck. Like, yeah, it totally yeah. was. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always been that way. We even talked about The Rock and Austin on top. It was great, but everything underneath it was like sometimes you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I actually watched yeah. this. So like, it's I just like what we're going through like, now. Wow. It's just that unfortunately, this this answer called social media, everyone has that you could hear everyone's voice at once. And sometimes I like hearing my voice is enough, man. That's enough to make me irritated. We're spoiled, uh, like, man. We're spoiled yeah. legit with with talented roster matches Dude, uh, all the time. The talent, on regular oh my television. god. Yeah. We don't have to deal with the yeah. bloated Dino Bravo getting in there and fighting a past his prime caravan. <laughs> we don't have to fucking deal with that anymore. <laughs> we don't. Like we don't have to get in there and watch a 50-year-old Greg Valentine take on Earthquake in a slow-ass match. We don't yeah. have to watch that did shit we, anymore. Did we, do, did we do a bio on Dino yet? How have we not done that? That's, that's <laughs> nah, I think we're that good. We done that. <laughs> I'll, actually, no, I'll do like, it right we, now. We Caught up in the illegal cigarette anymore, trade. You know? Canada got shot in the head. Thank you. Roll credits. <laughs> oh, my God. Craig had feud with Don Morocco and <laughs> goodbye. Thank you. What? Why do you got to ruin everything? Who didn't? Team, he didn't have a feud Who was Dino Bravo's biggest feud? Uh, probably the warrior. Warrior. God, they feud with the warrior, right? And then he was also in Earthquake's corner when Earthquake was feuding with Hogan. So I think he's just what did Roddy Piper said this? Okay, I'm. I probably shouldn't say this, but uh, he said it at SummerSlam '90. He's like, you know, you want to know why Dino Bravo hangs out with the Earthquake? And he goes, you know how those so-so girls hang out with the big fat girls? That's why Dino Bravo hangs out with the Earthquake. And like, I was like, Roddy Piper said that like out loud, and I was like, oh my god, I will never forget it. So every time you bring up Dino Bravo, oh, I think of Piper saying that on commentary. Not saying it's appropriate Rowdy, in 2023. Rowdy. I'm just saying. That's so terrible. funny. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm uh, just yeah, kidding. it was a good weekend. And, uh, on a, on a, rest in peace, both, both of you. Um, uh, this weekend, it's on a lesser level. NWA is doing a two-day Crockett Cup on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I might get it. It depends. I'm not sure. Um, I like the product. It's, it's cool. It's been a little weird lately the last year. How do you watch them? Back. On fight? How would you? On fight, yeah. Fight. It's spoken like a fucking old man. What's wrong with me? Oh, no, would you pay for this? You actually wears. said it. Uh, How I don't much know if you does said it last week or oh, not? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if you said it last <laughs> week or not, but it is confusing. It is like we were talking about how everyone's merging and all these different streaming systems are going rogue and doing all that. It'll take another it, few years to get just can't a couple. You catch it on YouTube within a few days anyway, just after. I, d- no? I don't know if they. Uh, I don't know if they put the whole pay per views on YouTube or not. They do the their weekly show Power and Billy Power. They yeah. put that back on YouTube now because they tried putting that behind the fight wall. Didn't get, do well, so they went to back that. to oh. they went back to YouTube. Yeah. Can you buy their pay per view on YouTube to have it streaming or no? I don't know. I'm not oh. sure. <laughs> I'm not Billy Corgan, Craig. He owns that. If anybody doesn't know, he's the lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins. And he owns it. <laughs> I got his number. We can ask him. Every fucking video package, by the way, it's like despite all my rage, I'm still. It's a little. So we cleared it. Like, it's the only song we could clear. Yeah. Thank it's you. The only song we can get cleared. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Only one, only one, only one. The rest of the pumpkins would like. What go, did he say? Know? He said, "If you don't like Tyrus, you don't like wrestling." What he said? Something it, strange, uh, like that something this close week? to that. Like, if you don't like Tyrus, then don't watch. And if you don't like Tyrus, then then you don't know what you're watching or something like that. Because they're just trying to build. They're doing the same thing with Tyrus that they're doing with Roman, except Tyrus. Is <laughs> oh like, no! Tyrus is super physically like dilapidated. And so, like, yeah, he uh, he could barely walk. He could barely do that. I I don't mind what they're doing. He unfortunately gets a lot of critique for his political views. Uh, however, I don't care as long as his character in the ring isn't about being political, um, which it's not at all, right. at all. By the way, um, I like I like Tyrus's promos. His in ring work is horrible. 
mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. Like he's this undefeated character that just stands there with the fucking belt and taunts you all of the time. And he always taunts wow. people and he always tell he always like yeah. uh, refers to all the haters. It's, just, it's like 75 it people on Facebook. Like he says it all the time, like when he's being interviewed, he's like, he well, you know, the internet critiques, he goes, you mean the 75 people on Facebook, those people like he says oh. all the time. It's really funny. So like he's, yeah, he's a heel. So is that, There's, is that angle called the blub line? Oh my god! What? <laughs> what? Huh? The bloodline. Uh, I'm gonna get killed. That's Tyrus, uh, you know what? Anyone can find. Listen, like I'll be doxing. Uh, Someone. What I feel they're me. doing is they're trying to do like a Roman build, where you're just gonna build this undefeated champion who keeps winging and he gets so fucking so mad, and finally they're gonna find a baby face that will do it and beat him, and then the whole place will go. All 200 people in the crowd will go crazy, and it'll be great. So that's fine. That's fine. Where's Nick Aldis gonna go, or where did he go? He is in Impact. He's back in Impact. Okay. And Impact, actually, by the way, uh, I need to start watching more of their shit. They're on fire right now. Their their last like three pay-per-views have been like amazing. And I've caught the majority of it on YouTube and stuff. And like other uh I have there's like a um there's an impact channel on Roku free TV. And so like I see a lot of the current stuff. Yeah. I do try to watch Impact when I can. It's just hard to fucking fit eighteen hundred hours of wrestling into that it. That dude's face like, was hanging off last week. Yeah, PCO got his face stings. Oh my god! <laughs> no, the, the the guy he, who PT, PCO fought, like he oh. got hit hard way. A cooking pan did it. Shit! So a cooking sheet did it and caved, and his scalp was hanging down. So all those blood shots of him in the middle of the ring was all hard way. Oh wow! From a from a cookie sheet. That's crazy. That's was he the champion? I don't remember. I'm trying yeah. to remember. It was now I remember seeing him standing in the ring and he was yeah. legitly covered. Like yes. the whole top half of his body was all red. There was no skin color at all. Like you could, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And then PCO, he stapled and he stapled, he stapled his mouth shut. Oh God. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. Um, no but, uh, place yeah. today in today's wrestling. Whatever <laughs> happened to a chin so there, lock? Uh, and then Trinity Fatu um, is now part of Impact. And I think she's fighting for the title. It might be, t- they might have a pay-per-view tonight or next Friday. They, they always do their shit on Fridays. So it might be tonight. I don't know anymore. We do this unscripted show about wrestling, and we're all like, I don't know anymore. Who's this? Yeah, Rick Rude's still this? Hey, that's, still why, that's why it's unscripted. Figure it out. Yeah. We got to figure it out. You go figure Is Dino Bravo on the card next week or no? <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what I heard. But yeah, so a yeah. big exciting week last week and a uh, lot to talk about. And now we're now begins the march to Wembley for AEW. Uh, they've already sold 60,000 seats, so it's going to look fantastic. I'm sure someone will take a picture of one of the patches and be like, wow, Wembley cam. Stadium was half full. Like, you know, I'm sure it'll be that bullshit. Look at the hard cap, well, mate. There's no one there. And it, and it holds 80,000 people. Like, give it a give it a rest. It'll be fine. Yeah, look at all There's no one. Jesus. Like, it's, it's going to uh, be fine. It's hard cam. Like, everybody needs to settle yeah. down. You put Just remember the picture I put up of SummerSlam yeah. where half the fucking uh, arena was empty, okay? I mean, I know and, this will put 35. And to be fair, that, that, was, that, was a, that was a big freaking stadium. It too, was. To, it was Dave Stom sticking up for. But, yeah, it, it's people need to, like, chill out. I've it's been to Raw and SmackDown tapings where the entire I mean, look, second did, side R- of the Russell fucking Russell didn't even sell out, right? Whoa. According to Triple H, there was 500,000 people there on both nights. I don't know if you know. I read that somewhere. Somewhere, and then Dave Meltzer just disputes it to death. It's not yeah, even. It can't even. Uh, it's not even that big. Not even that many people live there. 
But yeah, re- wrestling promotions have been, except for WCW, I've said it before, WCW is probably the only promotion that under, like, it's the famous line where they had the Georgia Dome with Hogan and Goldberg, and there was over 40,000 people, people there. And Shivani's like, there's 2,000 people on their feet. And they're like, why wouldn't you just fucking celebrate? Like he said, like, there's 38,000. And like, even Dave Meltzer, who is a stickler of the figures, he's like, no, they legitly got over 40 in that fucking building. Why wouldn't Tony Shivani be like, over 40? That sounds like a big hitting point, you know? They didn't, they, didn't, said, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Yeah. Shivani's like, yeah. 12,000 on their feet and they're like Shivani there's 12,000 people just around the entrance like that's how many people they have in this fucking <laughs> building right now but yeah that might be the only promotion I know that doesn't exaggerate like if they talk about attendance they don't so yeah. he's got the attendance numbers from a week before they sold any more tickets that's what that's the number he's working with uh, we know we got yeah. that many right. I don't know Got to be, got to be sticker on that. Uh, yeah, you know, hey, Dang. good, good uh, wrestling weekend for sure. But, you know, again, don't let my C fool you. Like, you know, if you like wrestling, there was no mess ups. It was fucking wrestling. It was two major promotions putting on their best. And how in the world can you you're lose? Just, you're, NXT, like I said, NXT, the NXT show was really good. NXT show was fucking around. awesome. And you're an just grading on super- a scale that every match is a good match. You know. Oh, every I forgot about the exploding super kick. And oh, yeah. so real quick, back, I forgot about this. Yeah, the exploding super kick. Uh, one of the uh, uh, I was going to say Hardy Boys. Uh, one of the um, young bucks put something exploding, and they super kicked Moxley, Moxley in the face, and it exploded like fireworks exploded. And that was a cool shot. And then uh, so they Brian, Daniel Bryan pinned him down, took the device off his shoe, and then Moxley put thumbtacks down. And you know when they give you when someone gives you an atomic drop, they lift you up, and yeah. then they drop you on their knee. They dropped his bare feet on the fucking thumbtacks, so you got the visual of the thumb. It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. Like it was great. Do you have you ever just gotten like one sharp thing in your in your foot? That was the most out of anybody out of Randy Orton rolling around with it in his elbow and a foley with it in his eyebrow or whatever. The foot thing was my most uncomfortable thing because if you've ever stubbed your toe or stepped on a fucking were, sticker or stepped so on a Lego, and he got like, a whole yeah. bunch of thumbtacks in all in both of his bare feet. And, and no, they just they just took it off the foot that had the device on it, so they took oh it off. They took it off him, and they had Tomic dropped him on it, so his feet landed in the fucking thumbtacks, and it was all in the bottom of his foot. It was glorious. And then they also. uh Dave and I saw this at PWG. Moxley held his mouth open and dumped thumbtacks in, and they kicked his face. Like, and the thumbtacks went flying everywhere. How did they gimmick that? I mean, I guess you don't kick the face. Obviously, the the, the young yeah. bucks have this. All the good super kickers can turn their foot, like so. It's the side of the and shoe, but like he just hold, he holds what he needs to hold in his mouth, and then spits them up when he gets kicked. So that way they go flying everywhere. It was awesome. awesome. Yeah, we forgot about those two. Spots. I love wow. wrestling. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's the best. Makes me want to watch that stuff now. So everybody yeah. shut up and just enjoy it. Because if one company goes out of business, you're going to be fucked. Like, we're all going to be fucked. We're all going to be back in the PG era. All Jess, of us. Listen, make Uncle Jess happy. Follow us on our social media. Yeah. And watch us. Yeah, on the say, make sure you, make sure you okay. follow. Jess is like, you guys suck, but follow us. On we love you. We love you for yeah. watching. We love you it's as tough fans. Love. You just, just don't know love. your babies. Your babies that are angry. Okay? Yeah, you're just 20-year-old angry babies. Angry babies. If you get old, and you get older, and you have nothing. Okay? Just take it out on something else. Enjoy yeah, wait till you get older Treasure and like it. You're, you're, Keep it like a little baby diamond because we need it to be beautiful. Okay? Don't yeah. shit on wrestling. All right, buddy. All right. Well, All right, everybody. This right, is bad and unscripted. Ricky, wrap it up. <laughs> and stop. I don't know what to do. And stop.